Hi there all, this is TK, aka RV Empath, and you are listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, Highly Sensitive Peeps. Okay, welcome. Um, I am glad that you are here, and I'm confident that you will experience and or learn something that is beneficial to you, So, um, and it's be- beneficial to me to do this so thank you um, I wanted to talk about and address what people might be experiencing during this uh, corona quarantine time it's a very very um, unique time right now for all of humanity and around the world so What was my point? My point was, I want to talk a little bit about some of the issues I've been dealing with because I think it will help others. One thing that I'm discovering is that I'm finding it very hard to reach out and I normally find it hard to reach out. (laughs) I am um, what is actually called an ambivert, which is both an introvert and an extrovert but I'm much 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 more introverted I think Um, my set point is to be hermity and a bit of a recluse but when I feel it or when there's some sort of need I have a capability of like turning on a social switch and being more gregarious which is ooh, big word there that was fun (laughs) very outgoing very confident and uh, charismatic but like I said my um, point of comfortability is being a recluse and a hermit (laughs) and um, a lot of that has to do with fear it's not disdain it's not like oh you know um, I'm better than other people kind of thing it's actually being like scared so I, I also have a social anxiety, which is weird, the dichotomy of that, right? Anyway, I'm complex. So at first with the quarantine time, I thought, oh, wow, this is great. I felt it was easier for me to reach out and I was talking with family more and um, that sort of thing. But I hit a rough patch where now I'm much more... Um, in (laughs) within myself and I'm finding it really hard to just do simple tasks when it comes to reaching out to people even writing like emails I've been wanting to you know I haven't reached out to like long distance friends um, in quite like a long time so and it's also stuff that I want to do which is, is isn't that like the biggest kick in the teeth when you actually like want to do something but you feel blocked from doing it I mean that makes it that's like pain upon pain (laughs) so I have decided today that I'm just going to take small steps towards doing things that I want to do like if I want to connect with nieces and nephews over Skype because they're at home now from school and um, or through some kind of like you know online thing like that to play a game that is 
um, you know, new for me. And it's okay just to set up a, just to ask the question, when should we do this? You know, not necessarily like do it today, but set up a time and like start preparing for that. Um, you know, a lot of people might be like, what, why is there a problem with, you know, contacting nieces and nephews? <laughs> Don't ask me again. It's something that I dearly, dearly love my nieces and nephews, and they are so talented and beautiful and growing so quickly. Um, yet I am such a recluse that I find it very, very difficult to keep in touch with, um, you know, my, uh, my brothers. It's very, you know, interesting, but this isn't exactly Tracy nasal gaze, (laughs) navel gaze time. So I will move on. But yeah, even though we love people, it can still be really hard to communicate regularly with them. That's the point that I'm trying to make. And I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, So let's all sort of... um, what's the word challenge ourselves uh because i i was thinking of the fool i actually got the image of the fool this morning which is a a card in the tarot which is all about just being positive and having hope and moving forward with like a freshness and a thrill and sort of like um just appreciating life You know, it's a really inspiring sort of clean slate sort of card. So let's all move forward with that, with that outlook and um, have that be our intention as we move towards goals, whatever it is, however we're blocking ourselves. Um, Let's, let's move forward and feel like inspired. You know, I do want to leave you with this. Um, This morning, my husband was telling me about how they're now developing a blood test or it's actually developed past tense so um that and this blood test can tell whether you have the coronavirus covid19 um antibodies in your blood and that means that you've already gone through it and so and i believe they have confirmed to a large degree that people who have gone through it are immune to it so then these people who are identified, then they can start going back to work. And like the, you know, society starts moving forward, albeit however slowly. But this is a good thing. This is like we can see the end of the tunnel. It's there. It's just a matter of us finishing. So now we might as well, um, with that focus, you know, seeing the end of it, again, you know, try to work on ourselves in as positive a way as possible. And which is so that's such a grand sort of intention and it's so broad so we all have to interpret that uh our own ways but small steps moving forward is important because i've found that staying still is like really uncomfortable (laughs) um and the pain of moving forward is is better or less than the pain of staying still (laughs) So let's just keep that in mind (laughs) as we move forward with stuff, right? What else do I want to talk about? Where am I at right now? 
Um, almost eight minutes. There we go. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Bom, bom. Okay. Something that I'm going to bring up, which is a bit of a, um, you know, it's a big, it's a big topic and it's a big healing tool. That's why I'm going to like put it out there. But for people who are dealing with, because for me also, on top of everything else, I've been thinking of situations in my past, um, hard, hard relationships and relationships that quite don't have that closure that, um, you know, that's all nice and tidy. And so I think that's happening a lot to a lot of people past woundings um, and places where we're hurt, like coming to the surface, because that's all Pluto stuff. And not to mention Mars. <laughs> so um, that makes sense. So we want to focus on healing, right? The whatever negative energy that is there for whatever reason. And I have found that there is a, a Hawaiian prayer that is very useful. And I feel a little conflicted putting this out there. And I'm not sure why. So I'm going to sit here and breathe for a moment. I, I normally, I don't like there to be any sort of quiet airtime when I'm doing a podcast, but I really want to check with this. I'm going to move forward with it. That's what I'm getting. And I, and I um, also want to remind you all to breathe because that's really helping me. It really is. And it's a deep, deep, powerful thing that we can do. Like, it's so funny to say breathe because of course we're all breathing. But I mean, breathe consciously when I say that. Um, and, you know, inhale and then Ah, see, it feels so good just to do that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a little um, side rant there. Back to Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono is, I encourage you to research it more on your own because I'm, I probably won't do it justice. But it is uh, like an ancient... Um, Polynesian or Hawaiian prayer that the kahunas, which are, I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that word right, and I hope I got it right, um, but they're Hawaiian uh, shaman, they would do the ho'oponopono. Now, nowadays, it's more widespread, and I looked into you know, whether or not it's okay for people who aren't Hawaiian shaman to be doing it. And 
I think in the past there were more voices saying that they were uncertain um, and but nowadays it seems fairly accepted that other people outside of this the Hawaiian tradition can and are using it I have used it in my life and I have uh, experienced firsthand the positive benefits and healing benefits of it so again if it happens to me I think it's it can happen to others and others can experience the same thing um, many of you might already uh, are maybe you're affiliated with Ho'oponopono maybe you've already met it's uh, four phrases that people say and they're from what I can tell some people say it in different orders even I'm not sure about that but the way that I say it personally is I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you and whoo oh wow okay <laughs> I felt something right after I said that I will repeat it for you all I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you now the real mind-blowing thing of it is you don't have to mean these words I mean you don't even have to feel good when you're saying them you could feel angry when you're saying them um, they can be triggery words they can be some there's some of the hardest phrases in the English language for people to say uh, I'm sorry that's very hard extremely hard for people to say that phrase particularly when they don't when they're not sorry <laughs> and that's another thing like you don't have to actually be sorry so I tend to think of it as maybe you know I'm sorry can mean different things on different levels it can just be like it sucks that this situation you know is like this or that there's bad there's pain that's lingering um, please forgive me again say this even if you do not want to ask the individual or the situation for forgiveness whatever it is um, if you're not feeling it say it anyway because there's power in it thank you I love you I love you another phrase that can be very very difficult for people um, again and I cannot stress this enough detach from the phrases if you want to you don't have to feel it because it will help with the negative energy that's there and the situation will lighten um, the relationship between you and whoever else will um, you know somehow be encased with like healing energy <laughs> so it, it gets to work on the situation so it's already lighter um, so I am certain I will revisit Ho'oponopono in future podcasts and I encourage you all to to like work with it somehow if you're feeling so called but just you know so it's to address a situation a person people you know, it could be groups of people. It could be um, things. 
you know, because everything is made up of energy. So it could be, you know, land or houses or, you know, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anything that you want to heal. Memories, you know, bad situations from the past. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to move on because I think it went way too long. Um, Or maybe it didn't. (laughs) That's the wrong kind of attitude to have. It was the perfect amount of time. What am I talking about? Okay, so let us move on and talk about astrology today. Um, Today is April 1st, 2020, April Fool's Day. That's another good reason why it's a good idea to go forward with full energy (laughs) on this April Fool's Day. Um, There's a semi-square between Mercury and Saturn. Um, The moon's getting bigger. Or no? I always get that confused. Yes, it is. Okay, there'll be a full moon on April 7th in a week uh, in Libra. Anyway. Uh, What else is happening today? So, Mercury in Pisces is quintile Venus in Taurus. That's a good thing. And the Sun in um, Aries is quintile Saturn in Aquarius. Okay, so the cool thing about quintiles is that you can use them to sort of suss out your own inner talents and personal geniuses. It's things that people can see outwardly like looking at you, they can tell that these are your natural set of skills, but we ourselves can oftentimes be blind to them. So when you have a quintile, it's sort of um, something comes up, a situation in which you can use your skills and natural talents um, in a, and it's a way that it's your own like personal, specific, unique uh, points of genius. So be on the lookout for that. That has to do with mind and communication, love, um, sense of harmony, uh, our goals, our personal goals, and working hard and overcoming obstacles. So that's good. There's other stuff going on, but um, that's the biggies happening today. Um, Now... it's saying to mention the others. T- one more. There's Mercury and Pisces. That's semi-square Mars and Aquarius. So there's some, you know, that can be a frustrating or little irritating thing that pops up. But that's not surprising because, I mean, come on. <laughs> We're in the Corona quarantine time. Uh, and then same, referring back to the semi-square, the Mercury in Pisces, semi-square uh, Saturn and Aquarius. So that's the mind and and work and overcoming uh, obstacles and restrictions so yeah that makes sense right okay uh look up astrology bear on alexa through amazon for like daily horoscopes about where one aspect of the day like in what life areas it falls in for you uh, having to do with your sun sign rising sign and moon sign I just thought I'd do that little plug if you like the astrology part of this. Let us move on to card pulling. Okay, we're at almost 20 minutes. So, uh, I use the Osho Zen Tarot deck and then I typically do Rider Waite um, interpretations of the cards. 
Please give me a moment while I prepare the deck. For some reason, I was called, like, not to put these cards away yet. So, um, but the cards have to do, it's the Sun card. This is, I pulled this uh, earlier, but I was getting that I should share them. So, the Sun card and then the uh, Knight of Swords, which is, like, moving forward enthusiastically. So, remember that. And remember when this is all over, oh, my gosh, I got such a good feeling when I thought about, like, the celebrations that will happen. Do you understand the motherfucking worldwide bash that will happen when everyone starts, like, getting back to normal and you know, things start happening again. Oh my gosh, people are going to, it's going to be like New Year's for like two weeks straight. <laughs> um, or however long, I don't know. I think there's going to be a newfound love for life and, you know, freedom <laughs> and art and love. And so that is a good thing. At any rate, Okay, so um, I'm going to be uh, quiet for a moment while I bless the cards and uh, shuffle and everything. Okay, so bear with me. Thank you. Okay, cool. Ready to go. Um, guidance card for today for people. All right. Ooh, okay. Um, oh my gosh, guidance. <laughs> the card is literally called guidance. And it's three of pentacles in the Osho uh, Zen Tarot deck. It's a beautiful card. Some of the pictures on these uh, this particular deck stunning but there are you know many many decks I mean are so beautiful with the different pictures just works of art um, so this is like uh, it has bright rainbow colors which I adore and um, you know white healing light and color and there's like an angel with wings it's just gorgeous so anyway <laughs> Um, three of pentacles. I'm not really, let me look up now because I'm a newbie at all this for now. <laughs> um, let me verify what that is all about. So here we go. Um, <coughs> Ooh. The people around you appreciate you and your efforts and notice the quality of what you do, even if you don't get a paycheck. Ooh, is this like a literal message for me? <laughs> um, it represents excellence and success. Acquired through being industrious and teamwork. The inspiration and satisfaction derived from work. 
Every great project begins with an abstract idea. Ooh, it's true. This card's less about money and more about mastery. It represents studying and appre apprenticeship. So, teamwork, planning, and competence. Yeah, so, I mean, we would all benefit. So, challenge yourself, particularly if you're an introvert like myself. And do what you can to reach out towards something today. That is your homework. Research more about like three of um, pentacles and Google it and then find out what you can do to achieve that. Okay, that is our daily homework. I might start assigning homework for you all. I think that's a cool thing. <laughs> Okay, so it's almost 25 minutes. Um, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you're leaving better for having done that. I think you are. And uh, I appreciate you. And so I send you peace and love and more soon. Mwah. Thank you. <laughs>